and welcome back to another BWL podcast. Today is the first day of our two-part holiday special. Today we are going to be reading um, some Hanukkah books provided by Miss Sheehan. Mm-hmm. Shout um, out, shout out. Shout out to Miss Sheehan. We appreciate you for donating these two books to us temporarily. Um, so yeah, we're just going to do a little reading of both of them, celebrate Hanukkah. If we do um, have time, that is. Yeah, well, if we have time, we're going to try to read yes. both of them. Um, if not, we'll try to just um, give you the gist Either of the book. pick up maybe the next day. It depends. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're just going to see where it goes, see where it takes us. We're going to celebrate the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, who wants to start? Um, I'll say something. You know, today is not a wacky Wednesday. In this fact, is not a wacky it Wednesday. is a Winter Wonderland Wednesday. Winter Wonderland Wednesday. Holiday special edition. Holiday special part one. Part one. I'm really hyped for this, Ryan. How about you? I am very hyped. Uh, before we begin, I just want to let everybody know that the first book we're going to be reading is called, and I maybe. Um, pronouncing this incorrectly. I believe it's the Shabbat Box um, by Leslie Simpson, illustrated by Nicole Inden Bosch. Mm-hmm. The second one is um, Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins by Eric Kimmel, illustrated by Trina Shart Heisman. Um, the covers of these look beautiful. These seem like some great books. So, mm-hmm. um, again, Ms. Sheehan, we uh, very much appreciate your help with this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Connor, would you like to start yeah. reading the Shabbat Box? Yeah. Let's get going with the reading. Let's get going with the reading. All right, let's see. Page number one. Where are we? All right. So, every Friday, someone got to take home the Shabbat box. Um, excuse me if I'm saying that wrong. Um, it was a shoebox covered in velvet with Shabbat written in Hebrew letters. Inside, there are candlesticks, a kiddush cup, and a challa cover. Every week, the teacher added fresh challa rolls with raisins. Everyone loved the box, but there was one problem. That there was only one box. Anybody want to do... Uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll continue. Ryan's on the mic now. Yeah, uh, We're in my car, by the way, so the oh, yeah. uh, situation's a little different. Anyways, and there were 14 kids in the class. There was Eli and Sarah and Noah and Rachel and Sophie and Zachary and Sam and Rose and Ruth and Ira and Naomi and Julia and Raphael and Miriam. Wow. Quite the list we got there. That's 14 kids. There you are, Brandon. Okay, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. The rule was one turn per customer, and that meant Ira would have to wait until winter for his turn. How long until winter, he asked his mother. After the leaves fall off the trees and snow comes, she answered. And now we'll be passing it back to our good friend. I like this illustration style. It's I do. A very, yeah, it's a simplistic... It's, nice. it's, it's very colorful, too. I mean, it's obviously a children's book, but it's aesthetically pleasing, and I, yes. I enjoy it. How long will that be? asked Ira. About 14 weeks, said his mom. How long is 14 weeks? He asked. About 98 sleeps, his mother explained. 98 sleeps? That feels like forever, said it, Ira. Now back to Ryan. All right. After many, many sleeps, winter arrived, and it was finally Ira's turn. He put the Shabbat box in his knapsack and started walking home. But that Friday, there was a bad snowstorm. The wind whipped his face. His eyes were so cold they felt like popsicles. His feet got soaked from snow falling into his boots. Mr. Brandon? Thank you, Mr. Ryan. Thank you, Mr. Ryan. (sighs) When he finally made it home, he was shivering. Inside the air was warm. His dad was making honey chicken. There was pea soup with noodles bubbling on the stove, and he could smell a chocolate cake baking in the oven. Ira took off his knapsack. In the storm, the flaps had opened and the shabbat box had fallen out. His lips trembled. He began to cry. What's wrong? asked his dad. The Shabbat box is gone, he sobbed. What can we do? Okay, so now we're getting we to that conflict. conflict. Yeah. We may have reached the climax, even. Yeah. All right, Mr. McEachern. 
They went outside to look for it. Their eyes stung and they couldn't see through the blowing snow. Cars were sliding and people were slipping on ice. We better go back inside, his dad said. Okay. Ira began sobbing again. There is only one Shabbat box, and I have lost it, and I am going to be in trouble. He didn't want to eat the soup or the chicken, or even the chocolate cake. How do you think we can solve this? His mother asked. Ira thought. He thought so much his head hurt. He felt miserable. Too bad for a protagonist. Poor Ira, man. Ira yeah. is going through a rough time. Saturday afternoon, he was lying on his bed. He saw the empty box from his snow boots. I know what I'm going to do, he whispered to his stuffed animals. I will make a new Shabbat box. It will be a surprise. After Havadala, he put a do not enter sign on his bedroom door. He took his art kit and big camping flashlight down from his closet. He pulled out the box. Uh, he decorated it with pur purple velvet and shiny sparkles. He turned this plasticine snakes into candlesticks. He made a memory game with the pictures of chalas, uh, candlesticks, wine cups, and people singing. He painted grapes on the water cup and turned it into a kiddish cup. He painted his pillowcase and turned it into a giant chala cover. Seems like he's making a little DIY Shabbat box yeah, here. Yeah, he really is. He stayed up all night painting, pasting, and designing everything. He worked by flashlight under the covers of his bed. By the time he went to sleep, it was almost morning. On Sunday, he put lollipops and taffy and hard candies and chocolates into the box because Shabbat should be sweet. He wrapped the box in plastic in case it fell into a snowbank again. Smart idea, you know. He's got the right idea here. Good job, Ira. To improvise. <clears throat> Monday was his turn for show and tell. As he unwrapped the box, kids gathered around. Kids gathered around him. And uh, it's like a full page, uh, like a two-page image of all the students. Yeah, all I believe fourteen four students. All fourteen yeah, students 14 in class. Students. It's very that's, colorful. I like that a lot. I know. Like we said, we love this art style. It's simplistic. The children have very large, round heads. Um, and yeah, and the teacher seems to be with Ira. He told him the story of how he lost the box in the snow and how he tried to find it. He told him how upset he was, but he left out the part about him crying because he didn't want, want them to think he was a baby. Then he told him how he made a new Shabbat box for the class. He took a deep breath. I hope you like it, Ira said. He opened the lid. Everyone peered inside. All the kids were jumping up and down, saying that they wanted to take Ira's box home and eat the sweets, and play the memory game, and try out the cool candlesticks. I have something for show and tell too, said the teacher. But show and tell is for kids, Rachel protest. I wonder what, I wonder what she has. Let's see, let's see. Last Friday, the day of the storm, I forgot my mittens, the teacher explained. So I went back to school to look for them, because my hands were freezing. I saw something peeking out of the snow. She took a slightly crumpled box out of the cupboard. It was the Shabbat box. Comes full circle. The bad news is that the chala rolls were soggy, the teacher said. But the good news is that the box dried. Now we have two Shabbat boxes, said Ira. Only 49 more sleeps until my next turn. Hmm, interesting. And that's the it end. Comes to a nice story. So we see that the Shabbat box is a very important piece. I love that story. That's yeah, such yeah, a whole yeah, awesome. good. You know what I love most about it is learning about like another like religion's yeah, holiday. Know, we yeah. all celebrate Christmas and I feel like often, you know It's almost overdone. Over other holidays seem to be like overshadowed. I all feel the time. like I've like stepped into the home of like a 
like a, a Judeo heritage or something, and I, they're like, you know, they're like taking me in and informing yeah, and me about something. You, like, you know, and I love culture. that. I think it's I mean, really good to, you know, celebrate the holiday. It's in important a new to way. learn about other cultures and how they definitely and yeah. celebrate their holidays. It season. really is. So you know, we all know about Christmas and Rudolph and Santa yeah. and stuff, but maybe not everybody listening to this podcast knows what the Shabbat box is. Yeah. And I feel like we've been informed yeah, of that. In a very, you know, lighthearted, funny, you know, child way. Not funny, but like, yeah. you know, lighthearted, wholesome, yeah. heartwarming yeah. story. And I'll say I think it's appropriate that we do cover Hanukkah first for the fact that it does start before Christmas. Starts. Yeah, so yes. we're just going chronological yeah, here. Going chronological. Um, so yeah, why and don't so, we start the second one? Yeah, let's see if we can uh, get our second book in. Yep, so we have Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins by Eric Kimmel, illustrated by Trita Shart Hyman. And it appears to be a... Um, There's a man lighting a menorah, is it correct? Yeah, the, the menorah. Yes. Yeah, that's the um, the series of candles. And there seems to be like a bat pixie creature pointing yeah, at like, him. I assume a goblin, if anything. Yeah, a Hanukkah <laughs> goblin. Yeah, the yeah. Hanukkah goblin is pointing at the man lighting the menorah. Again, I hope I'm using the correct terminology you know, and everything here. Um, you know, I really do too. We are outsiders to this, um, yeah. to this tradition, but um, we're excited to learn about it. Yeah, so let's yeah, get started. Um, it was the first night of Hanukkah. Herschel of Ostropol was walking down the road. He was tired and hungry. Nonetheless, his step was light. Soon he would reach the next village, where bright candles, merry songs, and platters piled high with tasty potato latkes awaited him. Sorry, that that word uh, messed me up. But when he arrived, the village was silent and dark. Not a single Hanukkah candle could be seen. Quick question before we move on. Was the Shabbat box about Hanukkah? I... I would assume so. Or is I it just it's a, it's a different part of Hanukkah? It's a part of what I assume. Okay. That's what it seemed like to me. Interesting. How about how about we, uh, like, next rotation around, everybody reads, like, two pages? Yeah, we'll do that. So just we have to so... keep passing it back. Yeah, I agree. Crazy. All right. <clears throat> Isn't tonight the first night of Hanukkah? Herschel asked the villagers. We don't have Hanukkah, Herschel. Uh, one of them answered sadly. No Hanukkah? How can that be? It's because of the goblins. Hmm. They haunt the old synagogue at the top of the hill. They hate Hanukkah. Whenever we try to light a menorah, the goblins blow out the candles. They break our dreidels. They throw a potato latkes on the floor. Those wicked goblins make our lives miserable all year long. But on Hanukkah, it's really bad. Herschel knew he must help the village people. I'm not afraid of goblins, he said. Tell me how to get rid of them. It's not as easy as you think, the rabbi warned. You must spend eight nights in the old synagogue. The Hanukkah candles must be lit each night. On the eighth night, the king of the goblins must light them himself. That is the only way to break their power. I'm not afraid, Rabbi, Herschel said. If I can't outwit a few goblins, then my name isn't Herschel of Ostropol. I'm not liking this I'll, story. I'll put in my uh, my prediction. I think it's going to be a darker story, a more mature story. Yeah, I think the definitely. goblins are a symbol I, I think uh, to say something, uh, a synagogue is essentially the equivalent of like, the Catholic Church for like Christmas. Uh, yeah, for... For for, um, for, uh, for those who worship Judaism. Yeah, I agree. Correct. Just to just cover. Yeah. What do these goblins symbolize? I'm, I'm kind of interested to see if yeah, they're more than just a goblin, you know? Yeah. Let's, Let's hear see. The villagers wished Herschel good luck. They had no potato latkes to give him, so they packed several hard-boiled eggs for him to eat, along with a big jar of pickles. The rabbi gave Herschel a brass menorah, a package of candles, and a box of matches. And the villagers said goodbye. Nobody expected to see Herschel again. It was long past sundown by the time Herschel climbed to the top of the hill where the old synagogue stood. The crumbling building was gloomy and dark, and rusty hinges squealed as Herschel opened the door. Herschel shuddered. Well, well could he believe that goblins lived here. He put two candles in the menorah and set it on the windowsill. He struck a match and lit the Shamay's candles. I assume that's what, how it's been It's asked. italicized, so, so it's clearly maybe a Hebrew word. Yeah, I assume. Uh, he said the blessings and was about to light the other candle when he heard a voice. Hey, what are you doing? Herschel turned around. 
Here was a goblin no bigger than a horsefly, with a long pointy tail and two little bat wings hovering in the air. I'm lighting Hanukkah candles, Herschel said. Tonight is the first night of Hanukkah. So this seems like what we saw on the cover with the, um, the little bat Yeah, there's the goblin creature. right there. Yeah, he's a very curious looking creature. Something out of a Disney movie. Um, oh, no, it's not. We don't allow Hanukkah. Not around here. Is that so, said Herschel. Who's going to stop me? A little pipsqueak like you? I may be little, but I'm strong, said the goblin. Really? Can you crush rocks in your hand? Asked Herschel. The goblin laughed. Crush rocks? You're joking. Nobody's that strong. I am. Watch. Herschel took a hard-boiled egg from his pocket and squeezed it until the yolk and the white ran through his fingers. That's how hard I'm going to squeeze you if you try to stop me from lighting these candles. The little goblin's eyes opened wide, since in the dim light the egg looked exactly like a rock. The little goblin shook with fear. You leave me alone, he squeaked. Gladly, said Herschel, if you let me light my candles in peace. All right, said the goblin. One night won't make a difference, but you better not be here tomorrow. Big, scary goblins are coming, much bigger than I. If they catch you lighting Hanukkah candles, you'll be sorry. We'll see about that, Herschel said to himself. He lit the first candle. I really like it, Herschel, guys. I'm not going to lie. Herschel's going to like You stand up for what you believe in, Herschel. Yeah, I really like Herschel. I love this story, by the way. Yeah. Both of these stories have been awesome so far. Yeah. Um, on the second night, another goblin appeared. This one was big and fat and water like a goose. Herschel was finishing his dinner of pickles and hard-boiled eggs. Have some pickles, he said to the goblin. Pickles? Here, catch. Herschel tossed him a sour pickle. The goblin caught it in his mouth and swallowed it. Mmm, pickles are good. Do you like them? I have plenty in this jar. Take all you want. The greedy goblin grabbed as many pickles as his claws could hold, but when he tried to pull his fist out of the jar, he couldn't. I'm stuck, the goblin shouted. You put a spell in this jar to hold me fast. That's right, Herschel said, laughing. And it's a very powerful spell. You came here tonight to stop me from lighting Hanukkah candles, so now I'm going to light them while you stand with your hand in that jar and watch. How do you like that? No, no, the goblin screamed. I hate Hanukkah. Wow. Yeah, it seems like these goblins are more than just... You know, goblins. Like I thought they were just gonna be like fun tricks. I feel like they're not. like symbolizing like the um the oppression that yeah, you know, yeah. the, like the Jewish too. people have faced throughout their entire history. Too bad you'll have to get used to it. Herschel said the blessings and lit the candle slowly. Then he sang all his favorite Hanukkah songs. The goblin wailed and carried on so much that Herschel finally decided to let him go. Shall I tell you how to break the spell? Yes, yes. I can't sin anymore. Let go of the pickles. Your greed is the only th- spell holding you prisoner. The goblin let go of the pickles. His hand slipped out of the jar easily. How that goblin raged. He had stood with his hand in the pickle jar while Herschel lit Hanukkah candles under his nose. The furious goblin stamped his foot so hard that he sh- shattered to a million pieces. The wind blew them away. And uh, there's an image of like little, little, uh, well, his million pieces getting blown away yeah, into the wind out of the door. Oh, we're on to the next goblin. Very interesting looking goblin. The third night came. Herschel felt something watching him as he set the candles in the menorah. Instead of lighting them, he began playing with the dreidel. An hour passed. Herschel looked up. Sitting across the table was another goblin. This one had a fiery red face and two enormous horns. It's getting late, the goblin said. When are you going to light the candles? Later. There's plenty of time. Herschel spun his dreidel. This is more fun. What are you playing with, the goblin asked. It looks like a top. It's a dreidel. Don't you know what don't you know about dreidels? No. Too bad. Dreidels are lots of fun. You can also make lots of money if you know how to play. Really? The goblin was interested now. All goblins like money. This one was no exception. How do you play? It's very simple, Herschel said. But you must have gold. That's the first rule. I have plenty. Is this enough? The goblin poured a pile of gold coins onto the table. 
Seems they're going to be uh, playing a game of dreidel or something. A little bit of gambling is almost. Oh, yeah. Very mature story here. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's fine, Herschel said. Listen carefully now. This letter is Shin. Excuse me if I'm not pronouncing these right. Uh, if it comes up and you give me a handful of gold... Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, this letter is Hey. If it comes up, you give me half your gold. This is Gimel. Uh, if the dreidel falls on this letter, you give me all your gold. Understand? Wait, there's one letter le- one letter left. What about that one? That's none. If the dreidel falls on none, I don't give you anything. Ready? Let's play. You go first. The goblin spun the dreidel. The little top swirled around and around. When it fell, the ladder, the letter was on top with Shin. Too bad, Herschel said, taking a big handful of the goblin's gold. Try again. Maybe you'll have better luck. The goblin spun the dreidel one more, once more. This time it fell on hay. This isn't your night, Herschel said, helping himself to half the goblin's gold. One more time, your luck is bound to improve. Once again, the goblin spun. This time, the dreidel landed on Gimel. Uh, too bad, Herschel uh, sighed as he took the rest of the goblin's gold. Would you like me to spin? Herschel's finding some success. Yeah. It's a trickster. We don't know. Oh, yeah. My turn. Not that I forget. Yes, the goblin grumbled. He was very unhappy about losing his money. Herschel spun the dreidel. This time, the letter Noon was on top. Oh my, I don't give you anything. I could keep all the gold. Say that was fun. Get some more gold and we'll play again. What about the Hanukkah candles? We'll light them later. There's plenty of time. Not for me, the goblin said. I'm leaving now. I don't like this game. I don't like Hanukkah and I don't like you. Don't go, Herschel pleaded. I know lots of games. Stay a while. We'll have fun. Goodbye, the goblin. Spread his... Goodbye, the goblin said. The goblin spread his wings, swooped out the door, and flew off into the night. Herschel lit the candles all by himself. On the following nights, other goblins came. One had six heads. Excuse me. One had six heads. One had three eyes. All were terrible and fierce. They growled and roared and changed themselves into horrible shapes. They tried to stop Herschel from lighting the Hanukkah candles but Herschel fooled them all. Finally, the seventh night arrived. Eight tiny candles flickered on the windowsill. Herschel sat back to enjoy their light. Where were the goblins? Had they finally given up? Herschel felt very sleepy. His eyes closed. Suddenly, he sat up. He heard a horrible sound, a voice that sounded like the cracking of bones. Happy Hanukkah, Herschel of Ostrapol. And I think that's where we're gonna end it for today. Oh, leave him on a cliffhanger? Yeah, well, unfortunately, some of us have. Excuse me, some of us have track soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're going to be finishing this book up uh, tomorrow on our next installment of the... Uh, I'm very excited to finish this yeah, one. Yeah, really the am. Hanukkah holiday special. Tomorrow we're going to be doing some Christmas stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're definitely going to be finishing this book up for you guys. I hope you enjoyed um, the first book, The Shabbat Box. We are going to be um, putting the finishing touches on our reading of Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins by Eric Kimmel. Um, does anybody have any final words? Any Hanukkah wishes? Any holiday... I wish everyone to have a great holiday season, you know? You know, breaks yeah. coming up. I'm really hyped to just hang out with family no matter and friends. What, yeah, no matter what holiday you celebrate, we hope you have some good time um, to spend with your family and your friends. And Get that, you know, R&R in, you know? R&R? Relaxation. Relaxation. Yes. Yeah. Is there a problem, right? No, there's no problem. So, yeah, guys, just relax. Um, enjoy it. Have fun. Happy holidays, no matter what you celebrate. Um, enjoy it. Be happy and remember, stay toasty.